Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. Just about 11 minutes after 5 on this Monday morning. So I played it before. You got the Seinfeld, right, where Kramer is telling Jerry, I think he was trying to get him a refund on his busted stereo or something like that. Yeah, and he was going to get paid, paid right, off yes. by the post office, right? Something yeah, like that. Yeah, told Kramer, told him, let me handle this, took his thing and like put it in the mail, and then it came back all busted, right? Yeah, yeah. And so this is Kramer's analysis. It's a write-off for them. How is it a write-off? They just write it off. <laughs> they just write it off. Sure. So the debate over what is and is not a legit write-off or a deduction on your taxes is is a thing. I certainly wouldn't have that debate with Kramer. Write it off what? Jerry, all these big companies, they write off everything. You don't even know what a write-off is. Do you? No, I don't. But they do. And they're the ones writing it off. It's sound logic. Yeah, really. Really, yeah it makes sense. <laughs> I've known people, I told you this before, I've known people who write off all kinds of stuff on their taxes. Like too much? Well, I think too much. And like, I guess it's all good unless you get audited, you know. Right, but like, of course. Yeah. I mean, unless writing off magazine subscriptions, writing off their cable. Well, as because, part of their work? Yes, because, uh, like, for example, you and I, we work in the media. Therefore, you need to have cable so that you can stay informed on so the I stuff. So I could have been writing off my $200 cable bill? Probably not. <laughs> but some have. Well, here's ABC's Daria Albinger on what these important words of caution mean for today's tax tip. A bottle of red, a bottle of white, but can I write it off? I'm Daria Albinger with today's tax tip. So you close that big deal over a juicy ribeye, medium rare with cream spinach for me, thanks. And if you want to know if you can deduct that fancy dinner when it comes time to follow that return, accountant Janice Heyman says only in certain circumstances. Only self-employed people or businesses can now deduct these things so if you work for a company and they didn't reimburse you for that dinner sorry you're out of luck but if you are eligible to deduct those expenses Heyman says be prepared you always have to be careful to note the business purpose where you went who you took to dinner and what you were Discussing. If you have questions about what types of business expenses you can deduct, we recommend you speak to a tax professional or you visit irs.gov. Now, who's up for dessert? With today's tax tip, I'm Daria Albinger, ABC News. Tax tips are brought to you by the Neal Group. For less stress with the IRS, visit neilgroup.net. That's N-E-A-L group.net for a free consultation. They just write it off. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Offices. One call, that's all sports desk. Here's Greg Matzik. Well, it's one of the great oxymorons in sports. The NFL's legal tampering period begins today. Reported deals can be agreed to in principle, then made official when the league year begins at 3 o'clock Wednesday afternoon. Still haven't heard if Aaron Rodgers wants to play next season, but the message from inside the organization is quite clear. Is there a scenario where Aaron is still the starting quarterback of the Packers next season? Um, yeah. I mean, unless if things don't work out uh, the way we would want them, yeah. We'd, uh, he's obviously a great player, and uh, you know, four-time MVP, and uh, but you know, I think it's you know trying to find uh, you know what what he wants and what we want, and uh, hopefully we can find a win-win situation. It's Packers president Mark Murphy appearing on the statewide coverage of the WIAA girls basketball tournament. If he requests a trade, will you honor it? 
Uh, yeah, oh yeah, we would, yeah. Okay. As for Rodgers, he spent a portion of his weekend at a charity flag football event. Former Jets wide receiver Brandon Marshall tried to get Aaron to explain what's all going on behind the scenes. What we doing, hey, Rod? Stay tuned. Stay tuned. How long we got to wait? Well, I think it won't be long. There's a, there's a, there's a, time, there's a time limit, bro. Can I break the news? Tribeca, Brooklyn? Are you going to be in Jersey? I've never been to Tribeca before. I've been to Brooklyn. Yeah. You like the Brooklyn guy, Williamsburg. More NFL news. The Bears are trading the number one overall pick in April's draft to the Carolina Panthers in exchange for a thousand yard wide receiver DJ Moore in draft compensation. The Rams will trade all pro cornerback Jalen Ramsey to the Miami Dolphins. Bryce Terrain goes deep for the Brewers. They knock off the Cubs 5 3 in Cactus League play on Sunday. Milwaukee and Kansas City meet up later this afternoon. Bucks begin the week a game and a half up on the Celtics for first place in the Eastern Conference playoff race. Bucks in Sacramento tonight to take on the Kings. Giannis listed as probable on the injury report. Coverage gets underway at 8.30 on WTMJ. And coverage of hoops in the month of March presented by Outdoor Living Unlimited. Marquette turns the number two seed in the East. They'll begin the NCAA tournament Friday afternoon at 1.45 against Vermont. No dancing for the Badgers. They qualify. They don't qualify, I should say, for the tournament. They will play, however, in the NIT. They'll take on Bradley Tuesday night at the Kohl Center. Sandy Max live with us in studio. We'll relive some of the best moments from the Oscars. And how is it that they pick those winners? That's coming up next on Wisconsin's Morning News. Hollywood still buzzing this morning following the 2023 Academy Awards show. And the Oscar goes to everything, everywhere. Everything, everywhere, one, everything. (laughs) That was up for grabs at the Oscars. WTMJ's Sandy Max with us in studio today to help us through. The big winners last night. Oh, I don't need to help you. Yes, was, you need to help me through. It was pretty straightforward. It was. I don't know if you watched any of it, but it was an enjoyable show. Where yeah. should we start? Host Jimmy Kimmel. Good, yes. I thought he was pretty good. I thought he was very good. I thought he was professional. I thought he was engaged and entertaining and smart. Smart, funny, and not uncomfortable funny. Where yeah. you're like, uh, they don't like it, they're not, and I'm uncomfortable. But he did tease the audience a little bit. for you know, Just like last year, you don't have to do anything if I get attacked on stage. That <laughs> Do what you did last <laughs> so year. Nothing. nothing. <laughs> that was funny. But then it was very, I thought it was well-directed, too, which there's so many times where just sloppy live shows, it's like, oh, oh, the missed the camera, but the sure. timing was great because they said, you know, because I have... Security here, and then they go to Michael B. Jordan, you know, because Creed is here, right, and then they kept right. going, and he's like, and Guillermo's here, and they show Guillermo del Toro, <laughs> the, the older the director. actor, director, yeah, and then they had Guillermo, his security guard, but the gotcha. timing was good, so I felt it was tight, and I think I'm so used to the Ricky Gervais brand of humor right. at the Golden Globes, where it's just like, oh, it's all pretty it's people, and we're just, oh, we're going to pat ourselves on the back, and I think there's a level to that, but it's just gone so far to that extreme, so it was mm. nice to really celebrate Excellence in artistry. Any uh, speeches stand out to you as better than others? Ki Hoi Kwan, if I'm saying his name, probably not authentically, but he's the guy who played Short Round yeah, in Shorty. Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom and in the Goonies. He was in that movie. But he's the, the man who won for Best Supporting Actor for Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. And if you 
see that film, he plays a lot of different roles. He's very versatile and he's great in it. So it's well-deserved. But he has, I call it BGE, big Giannis energy. Like he is that sort of appreciative, living in the moment. But he even thanked his wife. Her name is Echo. And he said every day for the past 20 years, she has been there and said, your time is going to come. And right, that's the thing. It's a great story with that huge gap in success in his career. Folks don't know that about acting, whether it's, you know, regional theater or, you know, big time Hollywood. You can you can feel like you're ascending and then there's just nothing and the phone doesn't ring. And it's through no fault of your own. It's just opportunities and trends. And the other interesting thing is that Brendan Fraser also won for his performance in The Whale. So both of those actors were in Encino Man. Yeah. <laughs> and now where is Paulie Shore these days? I bet he's like, wait a minute. Wait a minute, don't I need an Oscar? It's one of my favorite lines when Kimmel brought up Paulie Shore and uh, Brendan Fraser's face. He's like, I, I have no idea. Really. Are, you asking, are you really asking me? I don't know. I saw Paulie Shore at the Denver airport last year. Really? Yes, I did. <laughs> you recognized him. Wow. Yeah. Did you have a posse with him? No, he didn't. No, he didn't. I, I actually did one of those. I was on the moving sidewalk. Behind him, I'm like, I think that's Paulie Shore. And I took a little video and asked <laughs> no, people if they knew who he was. And no somebody went up to him. No, I didn't want to be that person because it's Paulie Shore. It's yeah. not you were Harrison Ford. To that person with the video. He <laughs> might as well go up and talk to him. I'm sure he would have liked it. Somebody approached him and he was kind of, you know, Paulie Shore. She was just kind of too cool. I have nothing to say to Paulie Shore. You know what they did during last night? I, maybe they do this every year, and I just haven't noticed it before. Is that they did that Little Mermaid thing where they talked a little bit about the Little Mermaid movie coming out, and then they played a long trailer like into the commercial or whatever. And it, at first, I was like, mm, "That's kind of," but then I started thinking about it. Maybe they need to be doing more of that. Like, do you start promoting some of the big pictures that are upcoming as another way to like make it more of an event? Since there's so much time when we're like, well, I've never even heard of this movie. I've never seen that documentary before. And that has been a complaint of the Oscars telecast before is you're talking about all these films, but you're not giving us a taste of them or giving us even a reason to want to go see these award winning films afterwards. If you're not going to give us excerpts and that sort of thing. You saw who was there, right? Cocaine Bear. (laughs) (laughs) Another good moment. I mean, I figured when I found out Elizabeth Banks, who directed Cocaine Bear, was going to be a presenter. It's like there's got to be at least a Cocaine Bear (laughs) joke. But to actually have the bear out on stage. Pretty impressed with that. For the visual effects. And I feel even better since I saw the film with the two of you. Yes. So I did want to ask you, because you Mm -hmm. judged major awards before as a member of the Screen Actors Guild, the SAG Awards, right? And so... What is your methodology there? Like, do you, so do they give you all of these nominees and then, like, you literally just pick the winner or do you grade them out or how does it work? I'm sure everyone has their own subjective uh, way to do it. You get screeners, most of them digital. You can get DVDs uh, and you get. She's uh, brought visual aids in the studio. I brought visual here, aids. Here, pass this around. As far as the campaigns, you wow. get things in the mail still. You'll get poster postcards from Wakanda Forever and other inserts from all the nominees. You don't get any treats. Like, you're not getting bribed. You're right. just getting propaganda in the mail. Okay. Uh, so I have a, I'm my own system. I have a spreadsheet. I want to watch as many as possible so I can honestly give my opinion. Because my opinion actually counts as a SAG yeah. uh, voter. So that's my method. And I try not to vote for something if I haven't seen it. Because I don't feel like... Right? Right, right? Does that make sense? You know, yeah, no, you have to take it seriously. It's a big deal. So I do. Yeah. So um, that was it. But now that being said, I think I pr- correct the f- 
four of all the categories went the way I thought they should for the SAG Awards. But but it did mean that I got to see everything everywhere all at once um, in advance, which I'm glad I... I shouldn't say in advance, but like before so much hype, because yeah, I'm right. not sure I would have been as impressed with it if I'd seen it now. Have you judged industry awards, you know, like AP yes. or whatever? I've yes. done that too for the Emmys on TV and things like that. But for the, for us, for at least for the Emmys, it's a different system. As a judge, you just graded these things out. You didn't say... This one, Eric's story was better than Pancake's story, and then, you know, Sandy's story was third, or you just gave them a grade in various categories, and then somebody else sorted that out yeah. at, on another end. This is all just yeah. voting. It's Here's a ballot. Mm-hmm. This is the cool. best. Yeah, there's no numerical scoring. It really is go with the one that you, and you can't vote for two. <laughs> you got to vote for <laughs> one. like both of these. Yeah. No, no hedge in the back. Yeah, so that's for the SAG Awards. And, uh, it's, Can uh, you write in Top Gun for movies? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Even if it's not on the list. Can I just write that one in for best picture, best movie, best director, best actor, best everything? That's what I would do. Was that your favorite? <laughs> <laughs> the, only, the only one I saw. <laughs> 729 on Wisconsin's Morning News. You can hear Sandy Max on Wisconsin's Afternoon News every weekday at 3 p.m. with John Mercury. John turned 91 years old last month, and he's still scoring, if you know what I mean. (laughs) And by the way, uh, if you've never made love to the score from Raiders of the Lost Ark, do yourself a favor. On this Monday morning and all this week, we've got a special giveaway dinner and a show, and we'll pay for parking, too. That's the doo Project on tour. It's coming to Milwaukee's Bradley Symphony Center, the newly renovated Grand Theater downtown. doo Project with shows Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and we want you to go. Got a pair of tickets for the 7.30 show. That is Friday night. You get that, Eric, and a $35 gift card for 3rd Street Market Hall right here. Ooh. Super convenient, just right across the street from uh, from the theater mm-hmm. at uh, Martin Luther King Drive and Wisconsin. And that's not all. We'll throw in parking as well in the ramp out back provided by Interstate Parking. So it's a one-stop shop. And you park the car. I get behind that. Yeah, you get down, get down here for the food hall, something to eat, and then you walk right across the street for the show. So, are you asking this for specifically, or no? Is it just you got to be a lucky caller number, yes. or are you going to make them sing every doo-wop song they know? Oh, we could do that. <laughs> if you, that's not today's contest, but let's talk about it. Okay, we might have to change it up. Caller number five right now. Give Pancake a call. He'll take caller number five to 855-616-1620 on the old National Bank talk and text line. Caller number five gets dinner to show Friday night. It's the doo-wop project at the Bradley Symphony Center. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Offices. One call, that's all sports desk. Here's Greg Matzik. Well, the NFL League year begins at 3 o'clock on Wednesday. Free agent deals can be agreed to in principle beginning today. The official reshaping of NFL teams begins this week. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. How long we got to wait? Well, I think it won't be long. That's Aaron Rodgers with former receiver Brandon Marshall at a charity flight football event this weekend. Rodgers has surely heard the chatter involving his name and a potential trade to the Jets. 
Those fuels were flamed. Flames were fueled, I should say, by Packers President Mark Murphy. He's hoping for a decision sooner than later. I think we'd all, uh, both sides, and all we'd love to have it resolved by uh, start of free agency. Okay, uh, just in the coming March days. 15th, here. Yeah. yeah, oh yeah, no, I think it's yeah, it's in everybody's interest to resolve it uh, yeah. sooner rather than later. Now, Murphy appearing on a statewide TV broadcast of girls' high school basketball on Friday afternoon. In a related story, the Jets spent the weekend creating cap space, restructuring the contracts of three players, and freeing up $15.2 million. Brewers rookie Garrett Mitchell in the pole position to begin the season as the team's starting center fielder, but for now he's dealing with a hamstring strain that doesn't appear to be too serious. Yeah, he's doing good. I mean, we'll, we will probably we will be cautious here, so I would not expect to see him in a game, you know, through the off day. But he'll he'll be back. On, I mean, we're thinking probably around a week. Brewers manager Craig Council. Brewers top the Cubs 5-3 Sunday afternoon. They'll take on the Royals today. They have Tuesday off. Night one of a back-to-back -back for the Bucks, who lead the Eastern Conference by a game and a half over the Celtics. Milwaukee in Sacramento tonight to take on the Kings, the current number two seed in the West. Giannis listed as probable on the team's injury report. Coverage gets underway at 8.30 tonight on WTMJ. And the NCAA tournament begins Friday afternoon. Marquette, the number two seed in the East, will take on 15th seeded Vermont. Friday afternoon at 1.45, win, and they'll take on either Michigan State or USC in the second round. Meanwhile, the Badgers are NIT-bound. They will take on Bradley Tuesday night at the Kohl Center. Our coverage of hoops all month long is presented by Outdoor Living Unlimited. Mark Tauscher joins us next here on Wisconsin's Morning News. Idea Man. Let's say you're in a hotel. You go get great takeout. Uh, there is no fridge. Innovator. It sits out overnight. Do you dabble with the brisket the next morning, or does it have to go in the garbage? And Packers Hall of Famer. I just didn't know from a scientific standpoint where you're at with gut rot and everything else, but it was really good. It's time for Tausch. Mark Tauscher on Wisconsin's Morning News. Presented by fellow Windows and Doors of Wisconsin and Kohler Services. 7.53 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Tausch with us this morning. So I guess the question here, Tausch, is when do we find out that the Packers are trading Aaron Rodgers? All signs point to yes, right? Uh, yeah, I think it was funny just the, over the weekend because obviously if something happened, you know, we were going to try to be on air and everything else. And kind of you just got the hunch after Mark Murphy's comments Friday afternoon at the WIA State Basketball Tournament that, you weren't going to hear anything, and I genuinely think that, you know, Aaron Rodgers is very torn on what's going on, and just looking at this thing big picture, I think now that the coming back to the Packers looks almost untenable at this point with how everything is kind of played out, it, does, does anything about Aaron Rodgers ever make you think it's simple? <laughs> oh, that's going to be nice and buttoned yeah. up. And this is where it's going to happen. That he's going to go to the Jets. The Packers are going to get their haul back, and everybody's going to be happy. Does anyone think that that's actually what's going to happen now? I certainly don't. I think there's still another chapter of this to be written. And it could be that if Aaron wants to play, this is the only choice. But he knows that he's good enough and that he has still enough cachet that if he decides he doesn't want to play right now, but he does in June or July, 
then he'll be able to find a job no problem. And he's 100% right about that. So while I would think that you'll hear an answer today or tomorrow because the league year starts Wednesday and teams want to plan, he said that he doesn't want to drag this out. That would be the odds-on favorite. But I just keep coming back to, man, whenever something seems like it's just buttoned up and all ready to go, how often when we're dealing with Aaron, especially the last three or four years, has that been the case? You know, Matzik was playing audio uh, from over the weekend when Roger said, soon, a decision is soon, he was asked about it. And that, like, actually drew, drove me crazy, Mark, because I thought the whole point was to get this taken care of. <laughs> is it to be done with this, and we're just waiting through some formalities or whatnot. But here he's, are we really just waiting on him? Is that really what's happening yes. here? Oh. Yeah, it, it's all on Aaron, and I think... Uh, it just was watching Get Up before I jumped on here, and you see Adam Schefter, who everybody knows is as dialed in as anybody in the league. Don, Dan Graziano, they, everybody that has talked to the Jets and talked to the Packers, I think it is to the point where it's all there. Everybody is just waiting on what Aaron Rodgers wants to do. And I, you could feel Adam Schefter's frustration because somebody else was talking, well, this is what's going to happen, and all this other. And they're like, well, you don't know because. It all comes back to Aaron Rodgers, and I think he does understand that if it's building a team out, and we saw this with Tom Brady last year unretiring on Selection Sunday because the league year started on Monday, the tampering period, and then the league started on Wednesday. And in order to keep their center and renegotiate a deal and get their wide out in and everything else that Tampa needed to do, the same things are for all 32 teams. And Aaron Rodgers... You know, he can do whatever he wants, but the reason he said soon and that there is a, t- a timeline is because of those things. So that's what makes me think that's going to happen. The question I keep having, though, is what if he says, you know what, I met with Woody and those guys are nice guys. I don't think that's the right fit for me. Then are we back to square one? What does Green Bay do? So that's why I just think there's so many moving parts yet that just because everybody wants you to do something, if you're a contrarian in life and you're a deep thinker, you never just go with the status quo, whatever people are saying. You're always looking. And I wonder where Aaron's head's at. I, it does make me wonder you know, if he really wanted to go to the Jets and had a great meeting with those guys middle of last week, what's that holdup? Do you ever make a decision if you feel really good about something and it's up, yep, do you wait another week to make it, or do you? Uh, so that's the part that's just as confusing to me. I, you know, the other thing that stands out to me, Tausch, is sort of the matter of fact manner in which Mark Murphy talked about this. Like, oh yeah, yeah, we'll we'll do a trade. Yeah. You know, it's, it's kind of like okay, like I don't know, this is like a huge deal, and it was just sort of like, yeah, we're gonna do it. Yeah, it's. Um... I think there's when you when it comes from the organization standpoint, you've been walking on eggshells trying to figure things out, and you almost felt like when Goody said, "I guess it's been almost two weeks now," uh, about Jordan Love is ready and all that, you almost felt like the organization was relieved to finally they can finally say at least give you enough breadcrumbs to tell you what they're thinking, and then Mark Murphy just blew it out the water on Friday by telling you exactly what they're thinking. <laughs> yes. And I wonder if that doesn't irritate Aaron Rodgers a little bit and make him even rethink where his head's at. And that's why I thought what we heard on Friday was, I don't think that helped matters in trying to get a resolution. Mark Tausher with us every morning at 10 to 8. Thanks, Tausher. Have a good one. You bet, guys.